Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night Podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this episode, we're pleased to be joined by local boxing promoter Quincy Caldwell, founder of Big Q Promotions. Caldwell will talk about his journey toward becoming a boxing promoter, his background as a prep star at Johnson High School, and his experience training athletes in boxing, basketball, and other sports. He will also preview the big June 17th Big Q Promotions card at Element Gym in St. Paul. The card will be headlined by Slink Proper, an unbeaten up-and-coming boxer and one of Caldwell's standout protégés. Also appearing on the card are Andre Reed Jr., Tyler Nystrom, unbeaten Leo Medell, and others. It promises to be a great night of boxing, and I hope to see you there. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's rock and roll. All right. So thanks for joining the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Sean Strauss. My co-host is Brian Johnson. Uh, Today, we're pleased to be joined with Coach Q, Quincy Caldwell of Big Q Promotions. Um, You're going to be having a show coming up at Element Gym on, uh, was it the 17th of June? Yes, sir. June 17th. Yes, sir. So that's the big thing we wanted to talk to you about, but we want to just kind of hear your story, uh, you know, know what you're uh, all about. Um, how people can get in contact with you for obviously for your personal training and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, we want to we want to highlight this show because it's a big deal. We were just talking about how there hasn't been a show for a little while, and we're really excited about it. So, uh, to kick things off, Quincy, uh, can you give us a little bit of your background? Oh man, that's a long story. <laughs> no, <laughs> but um, I went to high school up here in the in the Twin Cities. Went to Johnson High School. Um, I was a pretty good ball player um, in my day. Um, played at Anoka Ramsey Junior College. I was all everything, you know, there. Um, I left there to pursue a, a professional career. Um, I was blessed to play in the NBA Summer League in 04, you know. Um, so I got to play with dudes like Penny Hardaway, Marty Stoudemire, Troy Bell, um, who's from Holy Angels at the time. Um, so I had a chance, you know, I had a chance to get to the, you know, to the highest level. Um, obviously, I didn't make an NBA team, but I played the NBA Summer League, so I was blessed. Um, my career ended early because I tore my Achilles tendon. So I had to figure out what I was going to do. So um, at the age of 30, I started training kids, you know, from a basketball standpoint. Um, you know, a lot of kids that a lot of people know, Chet Holmgren's, Jalen Suggs, um, guys like that. Um, Prince Alipe, who's at Boston College, Khaled Alameen, who was at Minneapolis North. So the list goes on. And, um, you know, so that that was pretty much my life. And then what happened was I got out of shape because I was so busy. Um, so my, one of my friends, Brian Sanford, one of my best friends, he says, hey, there's a boxing gym over here and we need to go to box to get in shape. So I said I was all in. And I went into that gym and I instantly got hooked. It was a drug. It, it What it did was it, it, it created that instant um, sat a gratification of, you know, when you're a ball player, the little things, you keep shooting, you keep shooting, but every time you do something, you know, you're getting better. So it becomes a drug. So boxing became that for me. So 
I lived in the gym. Only thing I did was try to be, box. I just wanted to box. I wanted to box. I wanted to get better. I wanted to get better to the point where all of a sudden I started sparring and then I beat up some people. And then I went from sparring to actually have some amateur matches. So, um, you know, I went one and one, which was cool. And then um, my fighter, who everybody knows, Tono Akali, a.k.a. Slink, he, um, he used to come to the gym. And, um, and, you know, I would give him pointers and this and that. And all of a sudden he comes to me and says, Coach, I want you to train me and be my manager. And I was like, what? <laughs> I wasn't expected to do none of it. And I talked to my trainer, who um, Dalton, Outlaw, Dalton Outlaw, who everybody knows runs Element Gym. And I talked to him about it and he says, like, you, you're one of the best trainers I've ever seen and met. You're perfectly capable of doing this. And then um, all of a sudden I just bang. I said, screw it. Let's do it. So I started training them, start working them out. Um, we were, we was what, five and all together. And then we kind of went on a dry spill where we I couldn't really we couldn't really get fights, couldn't get fights at all. And um, I started seeing that from through everybody, you know, a lot of guys, they just couldn't get on a, couldn't get in the ring, couldn't fight. So I kind of looked at my situation and me being a, an aggressive person that I am, I said, why not? I'm gonna carry, I'm gonna create my own promotional company, Big Q Promotions. So um, a lot of people didn't believe I could do it. August 13th, last year was my first event. That was a huge success. And then I did another one, December 10th, was it, which was even bigger. And um, now I'm blessed to, you know, kind of be a guy that people know, like, hey, Q puts on boxing shows. So, you know, that's kind of how it happened. So it's kind of funny because this this was the last thing on my mind. But it, it I mean, it just happened like that. Brian and I were both at the show where Slink won the uh, the American title. Um, yep. uh, who was the main event of the of your first show? Slink was. Yep. Sona was he's always been the main event guy. Absolutely. Okay, so then I, I think I might have not been at that one then. So yeah, but we've been at one of your shows before, and all mentioned we really enjoyed it. Um, now, what can you tell us about this one? Because it looks like you got a good amount of fights on the card. It looks like there's at least on Box Rec, I think there's seven fights um, yep, that are. This, yeah, this is going to be my biggest show. Um, we got I got four four rounders, two six rounders, and one eight. Obviously, the main event is Sona. Um, I got some local guys. Obviously, Danny Hoffman from Duluth is coming down, fighting again. Um, Leo Mendel, he's been on the shelf for about a year now. It's been hard to, for him to get get fights. So I'm excited for him. Um, he's doing six rounds um, with the old vet named Gilbert Gilbert Vargas. Um, Venegas, I'm sorry. I think I'm saying it right. But he's, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited for him to get in the ring. So, um Tyler Nordstrom, he's he's from Superior, if I'm saying his name correctly. He's making his debut. Andre Reed, who fought on my last show, he had a draw. His first show was one of the most exciting um exciting fights on during that um during that night. He's yeah, look, um, actually facing his opponent, the one that he yeah. drew. Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of funny um, the way it all worked out. So Slink's a um, main event opponent. He's fighting Danny Hoffman. Oh, really? Hoffman, I mean. yes, absolutely. Oh, so, so that's Chris, updated on box track. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, absolutely. And then the Chris Porter guys fighting the um the Tyler kid who's making his debut. So there it's it's all gonna one thing about this this show I'm excited about. I don't see nothing, I don't see no dull, boring fights. I see everything. Mm -hmm. you, you're gonna have to fight to win these matches. 
it's not going to be, oh, yeah, this is an easy victory. There's no easy victories for anybody. You got to strap up and and really dig down and you you got to want it. And which is which is something I want. I don't want these fighters coming into my gym or into my shows and they think it's easy. It's not about that. You know, it's about, Hey, I put in the work. I'm better than you. And that's how it should be. You know, I'm better than you because I put in the work, not because, Oh, somebody set you up with an easy fight and you hit him a couple of times and he falls to the ground. I've, I've never been about that. I, I won't let any of my fighters be about that or anybody on my show be about that. People want to be entertained. People want to sit there and be like, man, that was a great show. That was a great fight. You know, so that's what I'm about, man. Not only for the fighters, but I'm about the people. I want the people to be excited. Spared no expense. The 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 ring walkouts. I mean, you guys had smoke going and like the whole deal, the lights and the music. Uh, so, yep. I mean, it's I say small, but I mean, Element is actually not small if you think about local gym. But I mean, for like professional boxing show, if you think about it, like, um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not tiny, but it's a good size. But mm-hmm. it's really cool. Like it's it's always professional. Like every time I go to an element show, whether it's amateurs mm-hmm. or um, mm-hmm. I, I it. Um, but it was cool to see it different. You know, than like when you're at amateur shows. I wasn't expecting that. All of a sudden, like, whoa! There's smoke over there, and there's the lights, and the guys are walking out. That was cool. Um, so hey. I mean, kudos to you guys for that. Um, One thing I wanted to. One thing I wanted to jump in and just, uh, I wanted to just give you uh, props, Quincy, for making these competitive matchups. Oftentimes you'll go to a card and you'll see a guy with 150 losses coming in to face the hometown kid. And mm-hmm. it'll last uh, maybe around, guy gets hit, like you said, a couple hits and he's down and out and, and that's the end of it. People don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. They want to see competitive fights. And even if the guys aren't at the highest skill level, if they're well-matched and the fight mm-hmm. is competitive, that can mm-hmm. be very entertaining. That can be better than a main event you might see on Showtime. So, yeah, I, I encourage people to come out to these shows and, and watch these fighters, especially when they're well-matched, but, which is what you're doing here. So no. kudos to you for that. No, I appreciate that, man. I absolutely agree. Sean, you made a great point. Like, you know, and, you know, right, B, you made a great point as well. I, It's a show. People are, you know, people are coming to be entertained. They want to see it all. You know, people didn't expect the, the, the ring entrances and the smoke. And people wasn't expecting that. People didn't expect VIP tables and you get a dinner with VIP. You know, like, no, I want you when you come to a show, when you come to a Big Q Promotions show, you I want you to feel like you're at a pay-per-view event. Like, that's what it's all about for me. It's I want the experience. People coming in, they're like, man, this is crazy. And like, I, I was so prideful. I had a moment and it's so funny. So my very first fight, you were, you know, if you bought a VIP table, you got spaghetti for a meal. So I changed the meal on the second run, you know, and, you know, it was a pretty good menu, but everybody came back. And the first thing they were asking for was the spaghetti. <laughs> they were like, Dude, where's the spaghetti? But it made me feel good because it's like, that's what it's about. Whether if it's the food, whether if it's the, you know, the lights around the ring, whether if it's the entrances. People are going to remember like, yo, I went to that show and that was, man, that was that deal. So that's what it's all about for me. 100%. One thing I wanted to ask you about um, Quincy is, and I was just chatting with Eric Hinderacker about this. I don't know. You probably know Eric. 
uh, Quincy, mm -hmm. but he's been talking about in the past how difficult it is sometimes to get fights for his fighters. And mm -hmm. you sort of took it upon yourself to start your own promotion and, and mm -hmm. keep them busy. How mm -hmm. has the boxing community responded to that? Um, to me, that it's been great. I haven't had any pushback or anything like that because I, for me as a promoter, I put the boxer first. Mm -hmm. I put the boxer first. I, I grew up watching boxing, obviously the Sugar Ray Leonard's and the Tommy Hearns, that era. You know, I grew up in that yeah. era. And you know, one thing we loved about that era in the eighties, everybody fought everybody. Wasn't nobody scared. Wasn't nobody right. worried about records and this and that. Who's the better man? And for a lot of these fighters, they just want opportunity. You know, yeah, maybe I might spend maybe more money than most people. I don't care because at the end of the day, that's what this is about. Fighters want an opportunity, and if and if you treat them fair and you and you bless them with that opportunity, they're gonna they're gonna want to come back. So for me, I haven't had any of those issues. Not not saying that no other promoter doesn't doesn't do that, but for me, I'm straight up with these guys. I'm telling them like, hey, look, man, I'm gonna put on a hell of a show for you. I'm gonna give you that opportunity, and if you want it, I will continue to put you in front of people so you can build your brand, you can build your boxing career, and that's what it's been for me. So it's it's been a blessing. I haven't had those issues. Uh, one thing I was gonna ask Quincy is, you know, we we're talking about how you've got a, a good good card going here um the weight class i was looking like man i don't think there's anything above super middleweight um yeah. which someone might you know someone might actually think that's a bad thing i don't i think that's mm -hmm. good so that the smaller weights bang you know mm -hmm. on those so hard but i was mm -hmm. just curious since you're a coach do you mm -hmm. have any big guys in your stable you know that are over super middle that maybe are might be on the horizon down the road or or no I got one man. His his name is Ryan. He's about six six two sixty right now. He's a monster. Um, mm -hmm. he has heavy hands and he's very athletic and he's fast. He hasn't got to the point where you know I want to put him in front of people yet. But I definitely have him in the steeple. But other than that, I really don't have any other. Everybody else is super welterweight, welterweight, light heavyweight. Um, I definitely have some young guys that give them a couple years, they're going to they're gonna cause a lot of damage in the game for Minnesota because they're hungry and they're willing to do whatever needs to be done for them to get out of their situation. So I got some, I got some young ones in the steeple, but yeah, I haven't ran into those, you know, super middleweight guys yet. I'm pretty sure the more and more I do things, I'm going to run into more pros, which is fine. But for me, it's not really about the weight class. It's about how bad do you want this? What are you willing to do to get to where you want to go? Those are the fighters I want to deal with. So I really don't care how big or small you are. If you're willing to do what it takes to get where you need to go, then I'm I'm all for you. I'm all I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do and whatever I can to help you be the best you can be. Well, you guys have brought in some talent from out of state that's really good. I'm trying to remember his name. There's there's one fighter on your last card. Um, well, I think Brian and I both were really impressed by him. He was older, but he put yeah. on a really good fight. He ended up losing, um, yep. but it was a great matchup, you know, to Brian's mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. good. Um, the only criticism I think I heard anyone say about your show last time um, was they weren't expecting the uh, the food concessions to be cash only. And they have some people were like, oh, cash on me. So just curious. We can tell our listeners right now, is it going to be cash only for the concessions? No, it's not going to be cash only, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have it all. I'm going to have the Venmo. I'm going to have the cash app. I'm going to have the car swipe. Everything's going to be there. So, you know, we won't have those issues that time. You know, at the end of the day, 
is just as much as I might be good at what I do, you also learn lessons. You know what I mean? You figure out what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. So that that won't be an issue this time. Right on. Um, yeah, like um, that you mentioned uh, Leo um, Medell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed he's got a good record for, you know, up and comer. Now he's fought some guys, you know, that uh, maybe have some more losses than wins, but mm-hmm. he's five knockouts out of his six fights. So mm-hmm. I told Brian looking on paper, I'm like, I'm excited to see this kid. Um, have you ever seen him fight? You know, is he out of CMB uh, promotions? I saw they shared. Yep. A- mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if that's his, uh, his home gym. Look, I'm going to tell you guys right now, don't be surprised if that fight steals the show. Don't get me wrong. I love my guy, Sona Slink. I love him to death, and I know he's going to do what you do. But at the end of the day, don't be surprised if that fight steals the show. You're talking about two guys that are going to look each other in the face, and they're going to say, I'm better than you. There ain't going to be a lot of running around in that fight. There's not going to be a lot of, oh, I'm, you know, slipping in. No, I'm better than you. Strap up. Let's get this done. It's it, it that's that's going to be the one that a lot of people are going to be really surprised at because there's not going to be a lot of running. You're talking about Gilbert as a vet that has been th- that's been in this game for a very long time and he doesn't back down to nobody. And Leo and Leo is a downhill fighter. He's not trying to box and be dancing around. He's trying to come at you. So you're talking about two guys who's not backing down. So I tell everybody you want to don't be surprised if that's the fight that steals the show. <laughs> Now, today I saw some posts uh, from Slink. Uh, it looked like he was getting some great work uh, with guys like uh, uh, Caleb Truax. Uh, you know, yep. he's got pictures with Jamal, with, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the COD guys. Um, mm-hmm. I apologize. There's one other gentleman. I, he was taller. I don't know his name. Vishan. Um, he's from which, COD, too. Vishan from COD. No, Perez. no. I, yeah. There's another one who was taller. In that post, I'm trying to think what is. Oh, I forgot his name. He's from um South Dakota, 605 kid. Okay, I forgot his name, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but no, it just it looks like Slink's getting a lot of good work, and I know that before the last Jamal fight, Slink was helping get him ready. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, what can you tell us about the preparations? You know, with Slink. Man, look, this it's just hard blood, sweat, and tears, man. One thing about our camp, one thing about this family is, unfortunately, I've been, I'm not going to say unfortunately, I've been blessed and I understand what it takes to get to the highest level. And I treat the, and I treat the fighters like that. You know, this has been his hardest camp. I have run him into the mud. I'll be the first to admit, but that's what it takes. This is his most important fight. You know what I mean? Cameron is not a pushover. Cameron is, is a guy who he fought Jamal too. So this, this is a guy that you, he, he deserves respect. He deserves to be honored for his career. And he's not coming up here. He's very confident. He believes that he can beat Sona. So me knowing that, nah, we got to go there. It's, it's been a grueling, hard-nosed camp where he, he'll, say, he'll tell yourself he's never been this deep in the water before. But it's going to be the good, it's good, it's good for him because that's what I believe is going to help him come out and win this fight because he's been in deep water. How many rounds is that fight going to be? Is that eight rounds or is that more? Eight rounds, correct. Eight rounds. Eight. Okay. Yeah, I was. I remember the last time we interviewed Slink and we were talking about that, and I, I think he was up to eight rounds. Wasn't sure mm-hmm. if he had up to ten yet. I know that's kind of like how it goes. Like with these pro fighters, it's like they get to that that big time level. Once they're at the big times, it's like seems like it's ten rounds unless yep. you're at fight, which is obviously twelve. Um, 
but yeah, uh, no, that's awesome. It sounds like he's getting great work. Um, I know Truax who's looking for his fight. Um, I no word on him getting an opponent for that armory card, um, which is a bummer. I hope, hope he gets a fight regardless. Uh, but it's good to stay, see that he's staying active. You know, you've got, uh, we've talked about Slink. We've talked a little bit about Leo, um, a little bit about Danny. Um, you know, we've talked to Danny Huffman before, um, mm-hmm. like I said, that show in uh, Duluth, man, he, he brings fans. So, yeah. <laughs> and we yeah. saw him at that show too. So I'm sure he's going to be bringing fans in there for that as well. Um, but who else is on the card that we haven't talked about? Man, the, the Tyler Tyler Nordstrom, man. I think I'm saying his last name right. I apologize if I'm if I'm not T. Um, this this is a feel good story, man. You're talking about a, a an, an army vet, you know, a guy who's who served this country, and his and is stepping into the ring to you know for his debut. So I'm really looking forward to him, man. I'm really looking forward to see what he does. And if anybody was at my last fight, Chris Porter's not a pushover. <laughs> Yeah, he's coming downhill, and he he wants it. And the the last fight, the Chris Porter when he fought the Andre, they fought at one forty seven. I mean one seventy five. So this fight's at one sixty. So he he's dropped weight. So you're talking about a a guy who you know he want he has something to prove. He he wants to prove that you know hey I'm here. And Tyler wants to prove that, you know, I'm, I'm here as well. So I'm looking forward to him, man. And I, and I have a special um, feeling about that one because just for the simple fact, I really want to help that kid. You know, as many times I told him when we talked, as many times as I can put him on a show, I just have a, a knack for vets, man. My dad was a vet. I got an uncle who was a vet. My aunt was a vet. You know, I, I, I grew up in that life. So when you see vets, man, you, it's, it just – I just put something in my heart and it was like, yo, I want to help this kid as much as I can. So I'm looking forward to him. Um, I'm looking for, I got another kid, EJ Rowan. Um, he's from um, the, he's from, he used to be from up North, but he moved down here. Um, he's actually a kid. He's starting to work out in, in, in the gym now with us. So I'm looking forward to, you know, helping his career, you know, so um, but yeah, I'm just looking forward to all of them, man. You know, like I said, this, this is not a pushover card. This, this is every fight is going to be a show. Every fight, somebody's going to get hit very hard. <laughs> you know, well, and that's, that's what we want. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to that, Quincy. And we talked, we've talked about uh, Slink and Tyler and some of the other guys on the card. And we haven't talked too much about Andre Reed. What, what can you tell us about him? And what's his story? It sounds like he's just, you know, he's a motivated guy. I think he just mm-hmm. became dad fairly recently. Yep. Um, you know, what can you tell us about him? Man, Andre, Andre is a, is a joy to work with, man. He's a, he's a 26 year old young man that understands priorities. You don't run into that that often. Um, you know, I, I used to see Andre around the way. He used to um, work out at um, Cerecio's gym. And okay. um, he would just show up every once in a while. And, you know, we're always giving pointers and stuff like that. And he just came to me and said, Q, man, I want, I'm, I'm ready to go pro. And, and excuse me. And I just said, let's do it. And he came into the steeple and, he, and he's worked hard ever since. Um, he's from Chicago. Like I said, he's married. He's a motivated young man. He really wants to do this. He really wants to take it to the highest level he possibly can. Um, 
I got nothing but respect for Andre. I got nothing but love for Andre. I'm going to take Andre wherever he wants to go in this business, you know, as long as we're together. Um, I expect I expect fireworks from him. He learned a lot in his first in his first um, match. He was he was a little anxious. He has some anxiety. He got through it, but he learned a lot. So he looks better. He's down in weight. He fought his first fight was 175. Now he's fighting at 168. So everything is in his favor. So to be honest with you, I'm looking at him for have some serious fireworks. Because one thing about Andre Reed, his hands are very heavy. <laughs> his hands are very heavy. So I'm looking forward to the show that he's going to put on. But one thing about him, man, that I love and I appreciate is he's motivated. You know, there's nothing like having a kid that motivates you. There's nothing like having a family that motivates you. And he's a family oriented guy. So I expect nothing but fireworks out of him. I love him. He's a, he's a great young man. Yeah, I get the same sense from I we're friends on social media and I, I see what he's what you know, I, I get the I get the sense that uh, he's a good man and and is dedicated to his family and to his sport. And so we're looking forward to that one for sure, as well as all the other fights. Absolutely. Uh, I'm friends with him, too. And uh, or at least I follow him anyway on Instagram. I think I saw I could have sworn didn't his wife just have like a new business or something that she started. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, on that, um, yeah, I, I feel bad that I don't remember stuff. I follow so many people, I'm like I can't, no, I can't. It's all good. It's um, all good. It like, I think he's got good things going on. Um, yeah. And starting out your your pro career with a draw, obviously not the way you want to start it, but it could be worse, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he's been a barn burning, an exciting fight. Um, mm -hmm. And. But it goes back to, but Sean, it goes back to what we were saying before. Uh, he could have picked a, a, a pushover exactly. for that pro debut. And, and what, like, Quincy, like you were saying, Porter's a tough guy, and he came to fight. And, uh, you know, hats off to both guys. So we'll yep. see what happens. It's kind of I, interesting. Uh, I noticed that, you know, he was on the card that Chris Porter was. And I was telling Brian, I said, I wonder how Andre feels about that. Like you're going to be in the building with a guy that you had a draw with before. <laughs> going to be eyeballing each other. Like we're going to do it again. You know, like, <laughs> like, you know, don't be surprised, man. If you see that again, don't be surprised if you see it again. Um, it's something that's definitely, that's going to be on the, on the radar. I know they want each other again, so don't be surprised. There you go. All right. Well, other than that, Q, um, you know, we kind of glossed over, you know, I had you tell us a little bit about your history and then we went right into the show. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you've got going on, you know, either in the gym, you know, like as far as, you know, your personal training or anything like that, that you mm -hmm. want to give shout outs, you know, to people helping you or how people can get in touch with you, stuff like that? Man, Coach Q training, man, that's the other business. Um, like I said, I've been training basketball, football, and boxers, you know, for a very long time. You can find me at www.coachqtraining.com. Um, all my information's on there, man. The the social media, you you see all all the work that I've been blessed to do for a very long time. Um, find me there, look it up. Instagram, you can find me at Coach Q Training as well. Um, also, Big Q Promotions on Instagram. Um, on Twitter, you can find me at Coach Q, Coach Q Minnesota on Twitter. So I'm all over the place, man. Um, I'm not really a big... 
tag you on those. I was sharing it on Twitter too, but I didn't know you were on there, so I didn't tag you on those ones. Yeah, yeah, man, it's all good. I'm not a big social media person, man. I'm about the grind. I'm about the grit. I'm about the, the kids, you know what I mean? I'm about the basketball players and the football guys. So I'm getting better at the social media aspect of it, but, you know, that's just nature of the beast. But, um, yeah, you know, you can find me on there. Email me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at getting back with people as much as I can personal training as well. So you'll see it at, you'll see it all on the website. You'll see it all on the Instagrams and I'm just here to serve, you know, the community and serve the people and do the best I can to try to put a smile on people's faces. Can you, can you give a, a little insight on Slink's uh, walkout song? We, we joked with him last time. We're like, are you going to mm -hmm. rap be the first person to like do your own song as you come out? <laughs> hey, kid you not. We get to that big stage, he will be the first one to do it. I guarantee you. <laughs> we get to the big stage, he will be the one to do it. But, you know, I really don't know. I'm thinking probably Jugular is going to be because everybody loves that song. And it's a good entrance as well. So I'm thinking that's going to be the one off the top of my head. But, yeah, it's going to be a fun time, though. That's great. So this card, it's June 17th. Yes, sir. And, and a week later, we have a big card at the Armory. Yep. And so that puts it kind of in microcosm. What we have going here in Minnesota, we've got the, the local fighters showcased in a show like yours. And then just a week later, we'd get a card with a more of a high profile national, some bigger names nationally and internationally. That's great. And let's, I think we should sell it. We should, we should definitely get out there and support those local shows. Day before, uh, Day before Q show, they're having an amateur show up in uh, Circle Pine. Too. You know, we had a little bit of a lull here, you know, since that show up in Duluth, but and since the uh, upper Midwest and all that. But uh, no, I'm I'm thank I just wanted to say thanks to Q because, you know, he's he talked about it, Brian, before you got on that. That was one of the reasons why he's doing what he's doing is because there was a, a need kind of for it, you know, and that there was a lull. So he said, yep. I'll do it myself. And he formed his promotion company and now he's putting on shows. So that's awesome. So thanks, Q, because, I mean, as boxing fans in Minnesota, it's like you can't get enough, you know. We're fortunate. We're fortunate. We're the best of both worlds here. Uh, let's let's take it all in and enjoy it and support those shows. Absolutely. Be there. June 17th, Element Gym. It's going to be it's going to be epic. Smoke, lights, everything. It's all going to be there. Food, everything you want for a show, it's going to be there. The spaghetti. No, it's good. <laughs> spaghetti, baby. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Can't wait for that to happen. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys. Right on, Q. We'll get back to yelling at them. Tell yes, sir. I think I hear some people in the background. They need to hear they're soft, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're soft, I'm gonna call you out. But it's all out of love. It's always out of love. <laughs> right, I mean, thanks for taking time for us. No problem. Thank you guys. We'll talk to you soon. See you sooner. Take care. All right.